From our local high schools to the pros, the Dallas Morning News has got North Texas sports covered, and it's more than just the scores. From all the off-season moves to in-season adjustments and maybe even postseason glory, the DMN has got the inside scoop on your favorite teams, players, and coaches. You can follow every goal, save, bucket, and touchdown as the Dallas Morning News delivers real local sports journalism from the press box and locker room straight to your inbox. As soon as the podcast is over, head to dallasnews.com sports to see what Brad Townsend, Callie Kaplan, and the rest of the DMN gang has for you there. Hello and welcome to Mavs Daily, where every day of the week we're breaking down a question, event, news, or trend having to do with the Dallas Basketball Mavericks. My name is Bobby Corella. I'm from uh, the Mavs. And joining me today, the morning after the Mavs stomp the Suns 175-42, to it's Becca Jenico. Becca, the Mavs set records last night by winning by a zillion points. How excited are you that basketball is back? I am so excited. Um, lots of uh, excitement and energy going into the season. It's been a it's been a weird year. It's been a really weird year. Um, lots of reflection. This is my fifth NBA season, which is so weird because I feel like I just like I just started my like professional career, but I'm considered a vet, clearly. So very cool. You've been around longer than most of the people on the team. Yeah. Which is really yeah. weird. And in fact, now I'm only 29, but I think only like Boban and James Johnson are older than me. Maybe really? Dwight, but yeah, I'm like. I think Dwight's um, 28. Oh, well, geez. Okay. I think. Well, yeah. I'll check. Like, they've never thought that I'm cool, but now that I'm like really old, they definitely don't think I'm cool. So this is a very. Yeah moment for me this year <laughs> um of course we have no idea what happened in the game last night i'm assuming luca dunked it like 30 times but uh we we're recording this the day of the mavs season opener and so if it was a heartbreaking loss i'm sorry and if it was a dominant win then plan the parade route baby because we're going all the way to the championship uh but today we're here to talk about something that has nothing to do with the season opener last night and everything to do with the game tomorrow it's the big one, Christmas Day. It's Mavs Lakers. It's Luca LeBron. It's Luca Legend versus the King. It was pretty amazing to see Luca Legend in the commercial. Uh, awesome stuff. But uh, Becca has a lot of experience working on Christmas Day because she was with the Knicks before joining us. Uh, and the Knicks, really, every year up until this year, have always played on Christmas Day. And so she has they a lot of. They didn't play last year either. Oh, wow. They didn't? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Once they lost you, they were like, oh, we don't want to do it. <laughs> Um, but, uh, but yeah, so we're going to get into to what it's like to be at a Christmas day game, because hopefully we'll be able to host some of those moving forward with fans and everything. But, um, first off during training camp, we asked every player on the team who spoke to the media, uh, how excited they are to play on Christmas day. And I mean, you expect them to be excited to play every game, but Becca, it really does seem like there's something extra special about playing on that day. Yeah, and I think that's why we kind of, you know, wanted to fit that question in there for, you know, not just social content reasons, but I, I you know, and I, I was explaining this to, you know, one of our videographers that's going to be cutting up a piece for us, but, you know, it's a special day. It's an honor, basically, to play on Christmas Day. Like, not everyone gets to do it. Um, 
it's really like the the um marquee teams that get to play like that is a big deal so um and and the guys understand that I think like in their little you know world like that is a huge deal and you don't really understand it until you are a part of it um so so yeah it's very exciting um it's like it's a weird it's especially you know we're we're away obviously but when you're when you're at the game like you said like hopefully in the future we'll be we'll have a home game um at American Airlines Center but it's just like a different feeling than just a regular game so it's national tv it's it's big time you're playing at like weird hours like yeah Christmas is on uh what is it on Friday this year yeah Mm-hmm. But like games are tipping off at like noon and and two thirty. I mean, it's just like it, it's a totally it's a totally different thing. And uh, there's usually only four or five games, and so it's not every team gets to play on there. And and right. everyone's at home with their family, so everyone's watching. So these are some of the highest rated games. Uh, and and as it relates to the Mavs this year, especially, it's kind of an indication of who the league thinks is going to be like a big deal. You know, mm-hmm. who the league thinks is going to be really good. And it's the Mavs and the Lakers. And we know the Lakers are good. They won the championship last year. We know LeBron is incredible. But the fact that the Mavs are the team that are going up against them, not the Clippers, not the Nuggets, who were in the conference finals last year, not the Heat, who were in the finals. No, it's the Mavs. (laughs) Like, that really just, I don't know, when that that came down, I was expecting the Mavs to play, play, but maybe to play like, Rockets or the Bucks or something. When I saw yeah. that they're playing the Lakers in prime time, I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, this is the marquee this is the game deal. of the day. Yeah, exactly. And um, interestingly enough, Sports Illustrated actually tagged us in a story on Instagram um, this morning, and it was like they like ranked like who the most fun teams to watch are, and we were number one. Oh wow! Jeez, Mavs <laughs> yeah. mania has reached its uh, it's reached a crescendo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that has a lot to do with it. Like, it's like, who do you want to see? You want to see Luca face LeBron. That's that's what you want to see. I'm getting excited just talking about it. <laughs> so, I was talking to uh, Mike the other day on the Ceiling Is the Roof, which is a great podcast on the Mavs Podcast Network. You should listen to all of them. You should subscribe to all our podcasts. We got we got way too many. Uh, but one thing that we talked about is like what it's like to cover Luca during the Ascension, right? And uh, I, I kind of drew comparisons and parallels to what it was like whenever Dirk was around here. And I was too young to really like understand what was happening. By the time I'm old enough to, I'm 29, so I was, you know, eight or nine whenever Dirk debuted. But by the time I'm really old enough to have like solid basketball memories, he was already legit. Right. This is kind of like our second chance. And Mike was talking about how, you know, Luca's rookie year, he was a much different person just because of the, you know, the language barrier and he was 19 and now he's 21. So like he's older, he speaks better English. He's more comfortable, more confident and everything. And like, I don't know, it just feels really special that we're kind of a part of this whole thing. Like every year is more steps forward and he's just becoming a bigger and bigger deal. It's just really, I don't know. It's just really, it's interesting to be a part of it. No, it very much is like, I obviously wasn't here for his rookie season, but the second year and obviously the beginning of the third and, you know, it's, it's like, you don't, us as employees of the Mavericks, like know that he's special. Yeah, whatever. But we're obviously like surprised and like, you know, shocked every game of what he does. And, you know, 
it just makes our job so much more fun and it just keeps getting better and better. And that's another, that's another part of it. Like, it, yes, we are, you know, witnessing it, you know, face to face, but we also, like you said, are a small part of it. And it, um, it is truly very fun. And it's not just a one-man team. Of course, the Mavs have a lot of very likable players, very watchable players, including KP, who won't be playing, unfortunately. But uh, he's played on many Christmas days in New York, and Becca was there for most of them. So uh, we had an episode, gosh, I don't know, five, six months ago or something, uh, where Becca kind of talked about what it was like to follow KP during his ascension. You know, because mm-hmm. once upon a time, he was a, just a young kid from Europe that not many people in America knew. Um, and so this the same kind of thing is happening again. I don't know that's mm-hmm. the cycle just repeats itself. And I'm sure in a couple of years, we'll get some other teenager who's going to become a mega stud, hopefully. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. It's just a, it's a privilege to be a part of. So, OK, it's Luca and LeBron. I don't want to make predictions or anything, but we saw the Lakers on opening night. They played against the Clippers. They were getting the. Doors blown off in the first half, and then they came back and made it a game, and it was really back and forth down the stretch until the Clippers put it away. Uh, what does – let's get into kind of your experience, right? What does like a win – I mean, it kind of feels like a playoff game almost just because all the all the hype and excitement and everything. I mean, winning on Christmas just make must make you feel like you're going to live forever. Um, or would you, would you know? <laughs> <laughs> It must um, make the other team feel like they're going to live forever. Never, we never <laughs> won on Christmas. <laughs> oh, no. What's, so what's, what's your lifetime record? Um, I'm pretty sure. I, I, let me think of 2016. I don't think we won. Hold on. Oh, no. Are you over? <laughs> I think so. Oh, man. What's well, a really good thing that you won't be at the game? Yeah, yeah. Three. It was 0-3. Oh Jeez. Well, you know. Sorry. I don't mean to laugh. I just like, I think it's funny that you asked me that and then you figured it out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then I was thinking, yeah, I mean, then, like, you know, no offense, but I mean, there's no, a pretty the, good chance you didn't win those games. Like, uh, the thing is, the ambiance of the Christmas Day game and like my family would come and they would sit at pregame and, you know, like watch me do my job. So, like, that part of it was so special for me. Um, they would meet, you know, the players that I had that, you know, I've been working with and I have some really cute, like little videos of them, like fan, like, you know, just being like starstruck kind of, cause they're, they're not around, they don't do the things we do. So it's like, not everyone like is as comfortable and, you know, whatever. So it's super cute. Those videos are super cute. And then, um, you know, just it's like people are dressed up, they're festive, everyone's saying Merry Christmas to each other. And, you know, when you are working a game, you get, you you eat in the media room with your, you know, crew and your teammates and your, your, your people that you, you know, obviously are working with 24 seven during the season and stuff like that. And it would be brunch for us because we were, would do like a 12 o'clock game. So we'd be eating at like 1030. And it was just special, you know, like it's, it's not something that everybody gets to participate in, um, players or staff. Um, and you know, the, the captions are really fun. Like just, just from a social media person's perspective, like playing around with captions and, you know, being on the floor and everyone's in a good mood and everyone's jolly, you know, like it's, it's just like a good vibe day, no matter the outcome. Um, it's kind of like, you say 
you said, like, it's kind of like winning a championship or it's kind of like, you know, like opening night or whatever, like the, the, the feel of it or whatever, it still is there. Like, I think that Christmas day, like, even if you lose, it's like, it, it's, it's not that it feels like it doesn't count, but like, it just like, you still got to play on Christmas day and now you get to go home to your family and celebrate with each other and whatever. So it's hard to explain, but you understand what I'm saying. Cause I can see you nodding. So, <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah, I mean, it's, I, I can't wait for that to be at American Airlines center because like you, I'm from Dallas and like, you know, having that American Airlines center game where I used to work as well for the venue, like, you know, that just like, in so many ways would just mean so much, you know, if our families are there and, you know, our friends and family are in the stands in the future and things like that. So yeah, it's a big, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. I think that we've only ever hosted one Christmas day game. That was back the Christmas day of 2011. So it was the 11, 12 season. It was opening day. It was a lockout shortened season. So in similar ways, you know, to this year. Kinda, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and it was banner night. The Mavs rings weren't ready. Uh, they got them, I think like the next, game or a week later or something it was such a the quick lakers thing rings were ready in 70 days yeah the lakers ones were they must have just they've been ready for like years <laughs> they just, man. Yeah, they just kept waiting to give them out yeah um <laughs> but the uh names on it. Yeah. yeah yeah ring day was later but they raised the banner that day and it was awesome and then the heat beat the maps by like 90 or something and it, it sort of sucked hey. but it was it was really hey. fun and it was, it was like a day game and, I, and again just a special thing like the Knicks always play on Christmas Day at noon, and there's some, or, or one. I what is it Eastern yeah, time? It, it was usually noon Eastern. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it's like the first really day of the, like, the first game of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And really, like the <laughs> Lakers play during the day on weekends sometimes, and on the East Coast, some teams play during the day. But like, there's just something special about playing basketball like two in the afternoon. Like it, oh, the matinees are. Yeah. It's just that adds something to it too. Like I don't know. And night games are fun. Everyone's pumped up and stuff. But um, that game, Mavs Heat, was I think like one thirty or two thirty start, and uh, I was there. I was at, as, as just as a fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, and then you go home. You do gifts. You do gifts before or whatever. Like it's a whole yeah. like a. Um, but yeah, I mean, it feels like you know unless something bad happens or like the Mavs did fold the franchise or something like it feels like we're going to be hosting Christmas day games, uh, plenty moving forward. And so, uh, you kind of talked about like the, the, the ambiance, like the vibe in the arena and everything. But, uh, I mean, just a, a, a little, a little more about that. Like, I guess, again, I'm not trying to run, like dunk on the Knicks or anything. I'm really not, but there was no playoff games at MSG, but you've been to playoff games before. You've seen them on TV. I mean, this is like a little – like, it's one of those things where it's basically like if the Mavs play on Christmas Day, then you have to find a way to be there because there it, it is just special. It's Yeah, it's something that as a fan, you – like, I, I can describe it to you all, all, all you want me to, but, like, until you experience it, you don't get it. And, like, the – the all the celebs would show out like that's what they want to do on Christmas is come to a game like in New York like and so you know that's that's the day that you know the I know we talked about this before the um, celebrity row videos would be like off the charts and you know everyone it's it's just like and honestly this year if fans were able to be in the stands like how much it would probably bring people joy times 70 for the whole year because this year was a big 
bust and like you know so big thumbs down <laughs> big thumbs I did a thumbs down for yeah. all the people listening <laughs> um but I you know it's just you feel great you have the people around you that you love like my parents would come in every year they came in three years in a row and we would do you know the same thing it was like a little tradition and it was something to look forward to and you know the players um one of one of the vets, Lance Thomas, had me one year. Um, I had one of the players dress up as an elf for like a video. And he was like, I love that costume. Can you get me two more for the rookies? And so I was like running around Party City, like four party cities in the city. And like, do they I have power forward sized elf costumes? No, I got them like XXLs. They looked oh, okay. really funny. Um, but that was some like the guys were excited, like they wanted to pull pranks and like all this stuff. And their, you know, their entrance photos were them in the elf costumes and we put them side by side. And it's just like a day that you can just like have fun and be have like some kind of like, you know, it's it's just it's just like a again, like you're competing side like when the ball's thrown up on the court, like it's it's a battle. There's no like like sweetness there's no friendship like you know whatever between the two teams but on Christmas it's just different like it's it it means more to play on Christmas day than the game means on the you know they're on the winning win-loss record Mm -hmm. It's, it's 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 like I wish we were having a home game I I'm glad though that we're saving it for when fans can be there because they're half they're half of it like you know like it would it would be so odd if there were no fans and you know so I think it will mean more once we do it's you know Dallas will go all out you know we we have like the best organization like culture wise you know celebration wise and giving wise like I'm sure there will be so many things that happen at at our future home games on Christmas and I just cannot wait and on the flip side to be really petty if you're on the road on Christmas Day and you win in someone else's gym, you can just ruin their entire Christmas. So like, <laughs> but that's the mask the can leave it a giant lump of coal. It doesn't stuff. ruin it. It doesn't ruin it. But what does ruin it is when we would like make captions <laughs> for like the losing graphic, and it was like, I think one year, it was like not the result we wanted but merry christmas <laughs> oh no god that's, <laughs> and i got i got crap for that for weeks on end like from people that i don't like my friends they're like not the result we wanted but like, <laughs> <laughs> what are you supposed to do like it's again like it's not on to the next one it's christmas day like Today is Christmas. Like we have to say Merry Christmas still in the you can just be like the Grinch. Like I hate Christmas. I hate it. Exactly. Still have to be positive and keep the positivity. Yeah, no way. No way. You can you can be you can be angry. It's all right to be angry on Christmas. Uh, all right. So I'm gonna put you on the spot. It's Mavs versus Lakers. The Mavs, of course, are undefeated. They beat the Suns by a hundred yesterday. So Becca, are they gonna be two and zero? Or will the Lakers ruin our Christmas? <laughs> honestly, I I don't I, I honestly can't say. I think these teams like both are very gritty and are gonna fight 
till the end on Christmas Day because, like, you still want to win. But <clears throat> I think it'll be really close. Oh, no. It and feels I like you're winning. Mavs... That's what it no? feels like to me. Oh, no. No, no, no. I think it'll be really close, and I think the Mavs will win by one. Yes. There you go. Because Luke is going to beat the buzzer, right? Yeah. With a 40-footer. If if you haven't seen, like, every single – and also Sports Center House of Highlights, Bleacher Report, they all post the same videos at the same time. But um, all those three publications and, like, ESPN and – NBA, whatever, it'll be like, what's your favorite moment from last season? And that video of Luca beating the buzzer beater is in every single one. And that was like like our second to last game, like our third to last game. That was like the, it's in every single one. And it's usually the second um, slide of the carousel. It's crazy. I notice it every time. I mean, that was probably... That had to it's be over our, books. Our they, biggest they do highlight it over Booker's too. Like yeah. Booker's was pretty impressive. Like when he laid down, you know. And yeah. ours is, ours is in every single one. His is not even there. Yeah, I mean, well, you beat the buzzer to cap off a twenty-point comeback in the playoffs against that yeah. team. I mean, I mean yeah. that's like yeah. that had to be our biggest highlight ever, our biggest post ever, whatever. And then also, oh, it's I mean, gonna li- it's gonna live on forever. Like I, yeah. I, I guarantee until he does the next one. Yeah, on Christmas Day. <laughs> yeah. Tomorrow night. Exactly. Over exactly. LeBron Tomorrow and AD. And like, and he'll defend. Like, Jason Kidd will be out there. think Luca could be like in the dunk contest. You're so optimistic. Yeah, he would win it. <laughs> he would just like barely get over the rim, but still get a 50 somehow. You know, <laughs> that's, this is what he does. All right. Good stuff. Uh, Becca, is there anything to plug? Anything coming out that uh, that fans should know about here soon, or 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 are we done here? Um, one last thing I'll say is that you know this no fans thing in the stands to start our season is just as hard on us as it is on you. You know, like and the players, like it's it's a weird it's a weird feeling not having fans in the stands. You and I were at the game the other night, and um it it was weird it's it's like is this a new normal? but just all the mffls if you're listening, you know even if you're watching and not from you know inside the American Airlines Center, we miss you and we love you and the so so do the players you know like this is it's hard and we're, we're going to get there. So wear your mask and uh, keep it going. Keep it going. Hopefully it'll change. Hopefully we'll be able to get fans in soon, but I mean, until it's, until it's safe and I mean, you know, yeah. 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 So, but we trust cubes and and sent to do the right thing. Very much so. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully it'll happen, but you're right. It was, it was weird being in an empty building. I mean, it was also kind of cool, but it was weird. I was on the jumbotron. Yeah, for like five minutes. <laughs> I know. Was like they gave you like the whole journey I, song. I know. But it's like who are it they going to cut away to? You know, they can only go back and forth between you guys and Sin. But, like, but then, so many but times. then, did you see how fun it got afterwards? Where we were like the first ones put on, and then everyone, like, you know, all the employees that were there got put on the jumbotron. Everyone was smiling and well, in a good mood. So I didn't get on. Good there. vibes. Well, you didn't. Uh, did you want to? No. Okay. No. I, I had a big sign like, don't put me on camera. 
But then they yeah, cut to Mad Daly's own Jonathan Cornblith, and he was going crazy too up in the booth. Yeah, him and Ryan. Yeah, that was yeah. funny. Yeah, they were going nuts. So, all right, good stuff, Becca. Thank you for joining me today, and uh, happy early, well, merry early, I guess, Christmas to you, uh, and happy holidays to everybody. If you celebrate Christmas, hope you have a great one and a safe one. If you don't celebrate Christmas, I just hope you have a good day and uh, enjoy some basketball. Um, and uh, yeah, we won't have an episode. Well, wait a minute. Christmas is a Friday, so we won't have an episode tomorrow anyway, but we'll be back with you next week. If you enjoyed this episode, you can uh, rate, subscribe, and review on all podcast platforms, except I don't think Spotify lets you rate or review, but you can follow the podcast yeah. on Spotify. So if you're going to leave us a rating, do it on iTunes or somewhere else. Uh, you can follow Becca on Twitter at BJenicove, and you can also follow the Mavs at Dallas Mavs on every platform, and Dallas Mavericks on YouTube, where you should subscribe because uh, Sounds from the Baseline is going to be debuting here soon, and we're going to have a lot of really cool stuff on the channel this season. Uh, so definitely, uh, definitely be a part of that. Otherwise, you will regret it for the rest of your life. Becca, thank you very much. I appreciate your time. Thank you out there for listening. Happy holidays, and uh, we'll see you next week on Map Daily.